Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, and because you get your winnings fast. Now, winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game to make yourself a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day, right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started. Now sign up with promo code against all odds so they know I sent you. Take us into the show, Dickie. Against the Lots, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin South coming to you on a Friday morning. And joining me, Mikey Meatballs. He's fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon's producing this disaster. And with me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Nice haircut, Sal. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Can't get anything by Harry. It's unbelievable. You guys are going on extra Keep points. Trying. Extrapoints.com. You give free picks every single day. Some days it's going to cost you if you back them. Uh, Brother Bry is exceptionally, has done exceptionally well in the first half of this year. Wow, it's almost half the year is gone. Bry, have you put you put together, have you figured it out what it is over like 80 picks? What um, is it? Well, I've lost the last two. No, um, just make something but up. But before yeah. that, I think I'm like, I'm close to like, it's like 153 or something like that. Over the All right. 153. Something now like you that. would, you would trade it for 53 and a hundred. If you could win the elusive gold hat that is up for grabs mm. yet again, this week, we have prop quiz. It. It's live extrapoints.com slash arcade. We have all the weekend events, the NHL games. If there's an NBA game this weekend, Liverpool, Real Madrid, uh, Judge, Trout, or Stanton. Judge, Trout, or Stanton, Parley Kid. Does one or both or all hit a home run on Sunday? Um, St- Stanton, did you say? Judge, Trout, or Stanton. Yeah, these you don't know your own oh, team? I, I, yeah. No, oh. I, I Stanton's been out. Judge Trout. Oh, okay, he's been, see? He's on, I thought he was on the DL. Very uh, tricky. Yeah, but I, I, but, you could uh, say no. So, uh, Judge, I mean, Judge, Judge. All right. There you go. See, parlay kid, just like that, can get a gold cap, just like he's wearing. You probably can't see it, but he is indeed <laughs> wearing one right now. Brother Bry needs one in the worst way. We have uh, NBA, NHL to go over. We're going to hop on the Riverboat Casino. These guys have their Sharp Tank weekend picks. Let's go over that um, NBA. <laughs> I don't know. The Warriors, Mavs, the Mavs are out. Golden State advanced 120 to 110. It actually was not a terrible game. Uh, and you know, I, I made the mistake of tweeting that, you know, that wasn't a bad game. It really wasn't. Um, and then people like, Oh really? It was never in doubt. Not even for two minutes. I I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to see the silver lining in these, in these games. I get it. It was a double digit spread at the end, but the losing team, Harry went 17 for 42 from three. That's not awful. That's not what we're used to in these games. Right. Yeah. Not terrible. And like we, we mentioned before, Dallas, uh, avoided the sweep with the heavy hearts and, uh, in game four, winning the game at home. But uh, in game five, we thought that maybe wouldn't be a lot left in the tank. Clay went off. He was overdue to. Uh, and uh, they were great. Golden State shot over 50%. Didn't miss a free throw. Luka just seemed beat down at the end. The last two games, really, 20 of 54 and just 6 of 24. His last two games from three. Can't do everything all the time. 
So now we got Golden State moving on. He did look beat up, but either way, it was a watchable game. Um, They actually made more threes in Golden State. They actually made more free throws in Golden State. It was a weird game. The Warriors just shot better, and the scoring was spread out. I think they had six Warriors in double figures, but uh, Parley Kid, Warriors moving on. Do you like them to move on on, or do you you have to wait to see? I mean, we we could assume it's going to be the Celtics. We'll go over that game in a second but Warriors minus 160 it was minus 150 in the beginning of the week I don't know what we're waiting for if you like the Warriors I think take them now right so I feel like you've been saying that week after week right like now's the time like you know should we get them now they're plus 150 right yeah it's only gonna probably um get worse from there right in terms of you might as well jump on the Warriors they're gonna be a little bit more rested and um I don't like to say it because I, I'd like to see a little changing of the guard here, mm-hmm. but uh, they're they're the best team. They're the best. Team. I think they are. Uh, I don't know why it, t- it took a while to get that fifty-five point. What's well, a fifty-five point loss? I think they fought back to thirty-nine. It'll get that taste out of my mouth. But yes, they're the best team um, at home. They're dynamite. They've not lost in the playoffs. I think the way to do it is if you truly feel that the Celtics can close things out. Um, tonight or Sunday, I guess Sunday would be a game seven, but Warriors over Celtics is minus 120, Brian. Do you like that? Or uh, I don't know. I don't know which way to play this if you like the Warriors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's if you like the Warriors, yeah, I would take that, right? Isn't that the way you have yeah. you have to play that, right? That's, yeah. that's, I think that's the way to do it. Now, yeah. you have, uh, speaking of bad taste in your mouth, you had Wiggins to win MVP, mm-hmm. and I think it was about 19 to 1. I looked it up before. before you had it at like 91 to Nin- 1. 95, 95 to 1. 95 to 1. This is mm-hmm. the Western Conference MVP. This is the Magic Johnson Award, the newly um, designated mm-hmm. Magic Johnson Award. You had it at 95 to 1. He was in it. Make your case. Give us your bet. They gave it to Curry. Curry, I don't know, had three points <laughs> going into the fourth quarter. I know it because I had an adjusted Curry uh, over. But uh, let, I want to hear your complaint well, about I this. Well, I mean, look, we all know, obviously, Curry's the most important player on that team, right? And mm. But the only thing I will say is, right, it's not like Curry ga- Curry probably actually gave you a little bit less in that series than he would typically give you, right? I know he was, he was terrible right in game five in terms of his shooting. Mm-hmm. But he still averaged like 24 points a game as she was shooting like 43% from the field. Whereas on the other hand, I would say Wiggins was the most important player just yeah. because he played above his head, right? He had to guard Luca the whole time. Well, not, not he didn't necessarily guard him the whole time, but he did in general a good job of slowing Luca down. And offensively, he was very aggressive in that series. And and that was the best Wiggins has ever played for a stretch. So I just thought he was the most imp- the reason why they won in five games was because Wiggins was so good that whole and consistent yeah. that whole series. And I will say, too, Looney was also really good for them, too. So I, I thought those two guys played way above their heads. You know, Clay had that good game, the good game last night. And then Steph obviously was pretty good in the first couple of games. But I just, I don't know. They, I, I do think them naming it Magic, the Magic Johnson Award, I do think that had something to do with Steph getting the first one. I I think, you know, it wasn't going to be Andrew Wiggins winning uh, the first. Well, Ma- yeah, first Magic match said, my friend, uh, he right. uh, he tweeted after, my friend Steph Curry won this award. I'm very, I couldn't be happier. Um, I had bet over two and a half exclamation points in that tweet, so I'm a winner. <laughs> um, but yeah, Magic was happy with it. I It wasn't a typical Steph Curry series, right? Um, last the, In the last fifth game, he had two three-pointers fourth game he had two three-pointers game 
What was that? One, he had three. I know it's not all about the threes. I'm just kidding. Of course, it's all about the threes. Come on, watch these games. But anyway, so that's seven three-pointers in three of the five games. So, uh, yeah, I fell for you. I thought, um, yeah. and again, Babyface, how do they vote on this? You said like there's like a handful, 10, guy, 10 media members that vote on this? Uh, I mean, nine media members. Why is it such uh, a counting? secret? Yeah. Who cares? Well, because, you know, God forbid you get a hold of them, try to convince them that Wiggins is actually, I don't know, probably. I see. Oh, (laughs) ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Death threats. Okay. I forgot. Yes, this is a crazy country. Um, All right. So there, uh, Brother Bry, Steph Curry. So now they do have odds for for MVP of the finals, which is not set yet. And you can get Curry at plus 115 and Tatum plus 220, Jalen Brown. Plus 850. Let's get into that game right now. Heat and Celtics. Last I checked an hour ago was eight and a half and 201. I believe that's what it is. Eight and a half, 201 and a half now. It's gone up a half a point. Look, I'm not going to apologize for this. I'm going to keep betting these, these extremes. I'm betting Miami minus five and a half plus 540 and Boston minus 15 and a half plus 235. I really don't want to give it much thought. I mean, three of the Celtics last four wins were by 20 or more points. Uh, their last two losses were by six or more points. Can the Celtics dominate and win by 13? Sure. But I'm thinking it'll be a bigger disgrace either way. Miami comes out and plays insane defense. I mean, would anyone be surprised if Miami won this game by 10 or 12 points? We, we see a nonchalant Celtics team. We, we've seen every, every yeah. permutation of the, the, this, these matchups, right? And blowouts on other side are definitely in the cards, or it could be blowout city from the start on the Celtics. And I'm arguing both sides, take the extremes 21 point middle uh, to stay away from. I get it. But Miami minus five and a half plus five forty. Boston minus 15 and a half plus two thirty five. Uh, Parley kid, you like heat first quarter. That's interesting. That would. Yeah. So yeah. I got no feel for this game, right? <laughs> like, like you're saying, it's, um, uh, can any of us predict exactly what's going to happen? You can't. This is this game is so hard yeah. to pick. I like your reasoning. Just saying, then let's go with a, a blowout uh, one way or the other. Again, I could do that. I was thinking about going that with the win margin, but I've gotten screwed twice in a row on that win margin thing. So, well, because there are t- uh, a couple staying, ten point wins, right? But you went more. You went eleven well, and a half. The last time yeah. I had it one to ten and the three. Uh, it's a thirteen-point game, three-point shot. Yeah, uh, just misses at the buzzer, which or close to the uh, you know the end of the game, which would have made it a ten-point game, yeah. which would have made me a winner. Well, we have a lot of high spreads now says, in these last couple of games. It was more fun when the, the home team was getting two or given two, and then you get the minus nine and a half is worth sure. it both ways. Yeah, but. right. So I'll just go. I'll just go with the way like the flip-flopping of the series is gone. Like, like kind of. Um, when you when you don't expect it, something mm-hmm. happens. So I think maybe is this just the Heat's turn to come out uh, and play uh, lights out for at least a quarter or so, and that's what I'm betting on. I mean, they're the ones with their backs against the wall, so they have to kind of come out and play a good first quarter if they want any chance uh, of at least uh, extending this series. So I'm just going to say Heat uh, plus two and a half at minus one hundred two in the first quarter. This game is. Super, super difficult to really uh, have uh, any kind of grasp on. All right, Harry, out of all the bets, straight up, I think just overall in these playoffs, first half over, which is what you're taking, you're taking combined over 102 and a half. I don't I hate this. There's always yeah. one team that starts off slow. Yeah. I mean, you right. could have Listen, 65 I, points for one team and lose this bet. 
it's been the last couple of games have been awful. And I, I feel I, I totally agree with Big D here. Just uh, no feel at all yep. for this game. But in the first half, I'm going to go over one or two and a half. I, I mean, the Heat have to come out and snap out of their poor shooting, especially in the first half in these last two games. In game three, the Heat did score 39 in the first quarter and had 62 in the first half in Boston. The over in the first half is actually three and two in the series. So uh, last two games have been awful in the first half, just beyond disgusting. But let's let's go in game six here. Let's see a game on Friday night and let's go over at 102 and a half. All right, hey, Brian, you're saying let's not even give this any thought. This series is over. Let's just get to the finals already. The Celtics, this is a beat up heat team. And, um, you know, the cream has risen to the top. It's not not going to matter. Celtics minus eight and a half. Yeah, I'm taking the Celtics minus eight, minus eight and a half. I would look at the adjusted total, but I've gotten screwed on these adjusted totals recently. I had the Warriors minus 15 and a half last Last night. Right. Um, but, you know, again, they were up 25 with a couple minutes left in the third. <laughs> um, but I will say I would look I you know, I, I meant I should have maybe looked at this, too. Uh, we talked about this last time. If you like a team to win by a lot, I would look at some of these adjusted lines in the first half, like Boston to be up 15 or more in the first half is plus 420. Uh, the heat on the other side being up 15 plus is 33 to one. So if you like those, those are pretty good. But what I will say in general, right, what we've learned in these playoffs is if you like a team to win, take them to cover, right? Or if you like right. a team, uh, the flip side, right. an underdog, if you mm-hmm. like them to cover, take them to win, right? So the last right. time a team didn't win and cover was May 9th when the war. What year? <laughs> this year? <laughs> Really? May 9th. That's a, yeah, okay, it was the Warriors. Uh, it was one of the early uh, middle games, the Warriors Grizzlies. It's it like 25 games. Uh, right, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to keep yeah. going back to find that. And I just think, yeah. you know, this Heat team, just there's so many injuries. I mean, when you watch that last game, everybody yeah. on that Heat team was limping around. You had Butler, Lowry, Struess, Tucker, and then Hero not even playing. So Adebayo was like right. the one. And I know Vincent's been hurt too at some point. Adebayo was the one guy who was pretty healthy. Uh, I think they had they had their chance to win it in game five. They didn't they didn't take care of business. I think this is a, I think this game tonight is similar to uh, last night's game. And I think the Celtics cover, right. cover the eight and a half. Yeah, Adebayo, you mentioned him. Uh, for my prop, I'm taking him to score 20 or more points. The other day, I had two pluses come in on this game. I had the Celtics, what, like minus nine and a half, I guess. They went by, I, I can't even yeah. keep track. So that, that covered, that was a plus two, not some plus two. 293. I don't know what it was, but uh, Big Al Horford, 15 or more points. That was plus money. I'm doing the same with Bam here. 20 or more points, two to one. Uh, I think it's worth it with him. He has games where he takes 15, 22 shots. That's two of the last three games. He ended up with 18 the other day, but of course, he famously had 31 last Saturday. 20 plus in three of the playoff games versus the Sixers. Also, Jalen Brown dunked on him, actually dunked on him. he was posterized the other day. Stan Van Gundy comes out yesterday saying, well, he's a small, big man. That's why he's struggling. Plenty of Bolton board material for Bam uh, tonight. It's a kitchen sink game. And guy averaged 19 points a game in the regular season. So if I can get 20 or more at two to one, I get it. Celtics play defense, but kitchen sink game. Give me Bam 20 or more two to one. Uh, Harry, you like Jalen Brown. Yeah, I took this last uh, last game when we covered. Uh, he was over two and a half threes. So he's now they moved it up to three and a half threes. I'm sticking with it at over at plus one forty two. Like I said, I went over two and a half last game. He had five. Um, any given night, he could lead Boston. We know in points and three pointers, three point three pointers taken. 
um, and shots taken overall. Four of his last six games versus Miami, he's had four three-pointers and more. And he gets plenty of looks, too. Eight straight games, he's had at least 16 shots. Give me over three and a half threes tonight for Brown. He's been very solid. And, Parley Kid, you pointed out that he should be the – he should be the front runner for MVP in the Eastern Conference, right? Um, he's well, plus two thirty. Brian Tatum's and I, minus two twenty. Br- they might do like they did with the Warriors and just give it to the star, but plus two thirty. If if we're gonna really do it in a legit well, way, should have a shot here. I, you know, Brian and I both had him at plus nine fifty mm-hmm. to start the series uh, for MVP. So maybe I'm a little partial uh, in saying that, but at the same time, I, I do think he's been. Their their best player in the series, uh, I, and obviously, probably what it really is is this game uh, and possibly a game seven will determine who gets it. Really, right? So, um, and, you know, if Tatum puts up thirty five, sure, uh, and ten, uh, he's going to win it. Uh, but if you know if Tatum kind of plays the way he's been playing, Brown's got a Brown should win. I this. think he should. Had I, I, it's that simple. I don't know who these eight nine yeah. guys are, but. You know, Curry didn't have a great uh, closeout game either, and they gave it to him. I, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just best to take favorites, but you're right. He's Everyone definitely loves deserving. Curry, though. Everyone loves Curry. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, and, and, and you know, uh, you know, and Tatum's the guy. Yeah, they, these guys, sometimes I just think, uh, right, Sal, when you think about who's doing the voting, and I don't really know who's doing the voting mm-hmm. for this, um, but I'm guessing it's uh, members of the press uh, that are doing the voting, and... Um, uh, Sometimes I think if they got to go down to the third guy on the roster, they don't even know who Harry, it is. Harry, do you know so, who it is? Uh, that's I heard how it I might feel. be Megan so, Conley as as one of the boats. I'm not that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> no, I don't. But I, I think I don't think Jalen Brown's a lot better than the credit that he gets from uh, the media too. He's a much better player. He doesn't get the uh, credit that he definitely doesn't I, that he definitely deserves. The Pauly kid, you're you're hedging in a weird way here, and not that you're intentionally hedging, but you got Tatum over six and a half rebounds. Yeah. Well, over six and a half. This is hit for me on uh, several different occasions mm-hmm. uh, during the season. He aver- his number is always sitting at around six and a half or seven and a half. Uh, he averages uh, eight for the season, and he's averaging eight in this series as well. He's had twenty rebounds in his last two games. Uh, I think knowing that maybe he's a little uh, hurting to, you know, offensively. I think he's trying to pick up the slack and do other things to help the team win. Uh, and one of those things being rebounding. So let's take uh, this. This is this number is one and a half rebounds lower than what he averages. Right. So I'll take it at minus one oh eight. It's minus one oh eight right now. So it's basically even odds for a guy who, uh, especially in the last couple games, has gone well over this. Yeah. All right, Brian. I mean, I like this one. Horford uh, over eight and a half. Rebounds. Yeah, another rebound one. So over eight and a half. You have to lay minus one thirty four. But Horford continues to be amazing in these playoffs, right? He, just in general, he's been probably you know again when we talk about important players, Horford the way he's played in these last two series has been just as important as anybody else. Um, I know you had that adjusted line point scoring the last time, um, but his yeah. rebounding has been really good, especially when he and Williams aren't on the floor at the same time. I think I think this is another game. Miami's just going to shoot poorly tonight, so I think rebounding is going to be up. Um, Horford in his last three home games has had 13, 14, and 10 rebounds. For whatever mm-hmm. reason, Horford, too, looks much more athletic now, almost more athletic now than he ever did in his whole career. He's able to, uh, yeah. I don't know, he's jumping higher. It's very, it's very odd. Um, but, yeah, I think 8.5 is probably a little bit too low. I, I, these are typically 9.5 for Horford, so I'm going to go over here. 
All right. So there you go. That could be tonight's game could be the last in almost a week, right? Because game one is Thursday if the Celtics uh, close it out. So as much as we hate some of these games and what, the way they look to the eye, we're, we might miss them uh, content wise for next week. But we're going to figure it out. I'm trying to look at some of this miscellaneous stuff. Mark Cuban, is this true, babyface? He thinks the NBA play in tournament is the cause of all the playoff injuries. How, how is what? what's the biggest What's the biggest playoff injury? Chris Middleton. He wasn't in the play-in, right? Devin Booker. Well, what, well, what's he talking about? Well, it's that uh, the play-in game, it, it led to the TV schedule um, that teams have to play every other night. So it's really having to do... They're not uh, playing every other night. They're not really playing well, uh, every other, other night. They were not even in the one we had like 16 teams. Oh, the, I mean, for the play-in they were, but the, for the rest well, of the playoffs... I think when your team, uh, you know, dealt with injuries and you're looking for excuses and stuff, I think that you know. What maybe the fuck? When should this send already? Because so Luca's Luca's banged up, but we should play till like mid July because this, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's I, it made no. Well, can, made, or, uh, Brian, yeah, I was just gonna say it made no sense, right? Because I, I know what Joel is saying is maybe saying it adjusted the schedule, but like Miami and Boston, who are probably the two most injured teams, right? They were not in the playing game. Um, so I'm not sure what he's talking about. That's Whenever you get to this round, it's every other game. I, I To me, I don't – did Dallas have a lot of injuries other than maybe Luka being a little sore and banged up? Uh, when we look back at this this playoffs, it's Hardaway, like – Hardaway, Hardaway, was Hardaway, out, but, but he that was, was before be out. the playoffs, yeah. though. Before the play – look, Sal, this is very simple. Yeah. This is – why injuries happen is one. Uh, probably the to me the biggest thing is, and forget the play-on game. That 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 playing game. That that those things. That's ridiculous to say that. Um, it, it's the simple fact is these guys coast through the regular season, mm-hmm. and then come playoff time, they're asked to play hard. Yeah, and they're not used to playing hard on a nightly basis like they did again. And maybe maybe my memory is way off, and it it wasn't like this. But guys used to play as much as they could during the regular season. And then they battled it out in the postseason. They didn't miss games like this. Uh, and they were they were battle tested from the regular season when the, the games seemed to mean more. Now I, I these guys coast through how many games can these guys take? They're not resting enough during the regular season. Like uh, the playing games are gonna make the difference. Maybe it's for the fact that they're not in the playoff type of shape. Because yeah. they're coasting the whole regular season and taking too many games off during the regular season. Maybe that's the problem. Listen, or just do this. Short, shorten the freaking that's season it. by now. Mark Cuban knows that's, that's the it. answer. Shorten the regular season, but it affects his bottom yeah. line. So he's never going to say anything. He'd rather just get rid of right. rid of the playing tournament, which his team doesn't compete in anyway. So, um, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're right. But again, it's, it's weird because, yeah, why were the Anthony Masons able to bang every other yeah, Charles Oakley's when we grew up. I know we sound like old men here. Why were pitchers right, able? Why were there so many more complete games? There's just a handful now. I, I don't know. I don't think bodies were built differently. I don't think the the workout those guys programs would, are that different. Those yeah. guys, like the mentions out that you guys, those Lambert, Lambert, those guys would kill each other. <laughs> Absolutely kill each other down yeah. low. It was crazy. And they would none of those guys would miss the next playoff game. Yeah. None of That's what I mean. You're asking my guy oh, to take a wide open shot on a Tuesday and then do it again on a Thursday? Right. <laughs> 15 right. times a game? That's what I mean. So stupid. Uh, right. James Worthy went a little right. far. James Worthy said the other day, all they do is uh, modern players practice threes, get tattoos, and tweet. So 
I don't think there's that's fair. Not all of well, them have tattoos. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, <laughs> yeah, the I other would, stuff. Is, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, the, right. exactly. The, the so. tattoo thing really means nothing. The social media, I guess, is is the pain in the ass thing for the players. Yeah. But I mean, he could say, I mean, most tattoos take a long will, time, Brian. Yeah, I will say the practice. <laughs> that's why you have to I, tweet I, I will say, yeah. I, I will say though, I'm sure these these players nowadays practice and train 24 seven. I guarantee those guys back in the day, for the most part, right? I mean, they were maybe playing pickup ball, but they didn't they didn't have the general yeah. routine that these guys do. Well, yeah. this is what sucks though, too. Like, what well, with the Heat the other day? It just like it is. It's just a three point competition with the seven of forty five, and it just mean. And if you shoot that well, or is that terrible? You're going to have terrible games. They're going to be boring. They're going to lead to blowouts because you're not going to be able to catch up scoring. The days of, I mean, I know, like Sal, you said, makes it sound old, but boy, uh, Mikhail, Parrish, Ewing, Akeem, posting up down low. That part of the game has just totally disappeared. I mean, Darren, remember Bernard King posting up, begging for the ball from Sparrow or Trent Tucker. Catch that down low pass I, I, yeah, in the point King and do was the turnaround a, he was spin a, he jumper. Was a, Unbelievable. Bernard King, small forward, post up, turnaround jumper all day long. Yeah. Smooth. Um, oh, he was my favorite player. You love him. Oh, I love Bernard Iso King. ball was oh, a problem, God, too. It wasn't great to watch uh, over and over and over. But this stuff where, I don't know, I really think they got to move the line back or make the threes two and a half. But Parlikid, you know, we played a whole summer. It was a few summers. It was me and you against Kurt Brandt and, and brother John, your brother John, and we kicked the crap yeah. out of him. Oh, you like 26 and 8 one year or something? So, yeah, something like that. We played a lot of basketball. Summer, we'd play at night. We'd play until the lights. The lights would stay on at until night, like 11 uh, or something. We'd play. Uh, no, we, we were really just playing like, so we were at Wolf Hill Park, if you remember. Sam, yeah. And the lights weren't on. It was like the street lights that were lighting the court. Oh, that's so, what like, it was, right. We were right. playing in like half darkness. Well, I'm not afraid the, to admit. I mean, Kurt and I were not good players. We were a wash. Brother John was a force inside, but so, we made the difference. But you would you shooting the threes, and John said, "Hey, that's threes true. shouldn't be where because I think threes were worth threes, and every other basket was worth no, one." No, so you played twos and ones. Twos right? and ones. That's so what three it was. was worth two, yeah, and a basket was worth one. It's like worth double. It'd be like two and four now. Oh. It would be like a four. Like in an NBA game being four so points. Maybe so maybe we started because, this trend, Parlay Kid. Maybe someone, maybe, I don't know. Maybe like David Stern yeah. back then, uh, David Stern was looking at this and Adam Silver. Because let's face it, because yeah. when you were out of shape and tired, you shoot a three. it was much easier just to take a three of course. than have to drive to the yeah. hoop or work for your basket. Right, yeah. Another, that, right? I'm another, serious. Another sport, Darren, another sport that Brother John's better than you at, though. Well, I don't know. Well, no, I don't know. Well, we I won was, because I of Darren's say, threes. John was the John was the Bill Lambier of uh, pickup basketball. Right, very simple game. Back it down a little bit. Yeah. Some elbows. Right. Exactly. Right. right. Lots of elbows. Looks a little like Bill Lambier. Yeah. Even same. You know, same so. hair. Same hair. Same haircut. <laughs> he was the, the Jacob Trouba with those over. elbows of the of the uh, <laughs> of the early nineties, whenever that was. Oh uh, man. One more basketball note: Zion Williamson was cleared to return from his foot injury. Yes, that is my um, most improved so, player. I bet that in the beginning of the oh year, my. he was 20 to one. And then it turned out he was way too fat to play even <laughs> one game. But I have to say, I think I would bounce back and bet him again next year. There's no odds out right now. It's not comeback player of the year. NBA doesn't have that. It's most improved. He is now improving from being fat and not playing, right? Not improving from the last time he played. How do they vote on this, Bri? Are they, that, that's how they should look at it. Uh, I know. I, well, <laughs> He's going to be what? You're going to get at least 
you're going to get at least 50 to one odds, right on him. You think so? I think so. I mean, again, like when he was healthy playing, he was obviously a, a, a great player, but I, they, they don't look at it like the NFL. They won't look at it like the NFL for sure. No, but, I know. I, I wonder if the year, the year of being fat actually works in his favor in terms of sympathy for the voters. I have no idea. I guess I can't. Yeah. I it'll be know. interesting to see those next year. Cause I got to think of even who the players that will be up for it. All right. I'm definitely betting them again. Uh, playoffs are heating up. You can make every game feel like Game 7 on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Throughout the playoffs, all customers can place a no-sweat same-game parlay each week. You get up to $20 in free bets if you don't win. FanDuel has so many ways to play. And best of all, when you do win, you get paid faster than a fast break. If you're new to FanDuel, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code Against All Odds. Once again, that's promo code Against All Odds. If you already have an account, you're all set to bet. No sweat. Either way, you get up to $20 in free bets if your same game parlay during the playoffs doesn't win. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Sign up. Promo code Against All Odds. Yeah, I have a same game parlay in uh, Major League Baseball. They asked me for one. I said, I'm sure. I'm fine with that. Red Sox to win. Trevor Story to have one or more hits. Oh, my God. He's on a tear. The Rays to win. Sorry, Bryce. Sorry, Parley Kid. And Wanda Franco, one or more hit. That like pays that. about four to one I like, odds. I, like yeah, I was going to throw the Mets in there, but there's some weather issues again. Again, weather issues. Like every every Friday, mm-hmm. I feel like they get rained yeah. out. But anyway, that's my same game. Parley could do it for baseball or basketball. We certainly gave you enough props to try it out there. Uh, let's go NHL. Rangers, Canes. What was the final of that? Canes won. What ended up not being a game? Uh, was it three to one three, or four to three one? one? Three one. Three, three one. one final. There you go. Uh, I had the under. I took that. Oilers, Flames was much more exciting. Um, the it's, Oilers yep. win in overtime. There were what was it, Harry? Four goals and it was a record. Four goals in like a minute and four minute or eleven. Minute eleven. Minute eleven. Yep. What a series! Really what good. I, mean, I know. I mean, Tip of the cap to the Oilers because we've been riding them for a couple of years saying they need to get this done with the talent they have on that team. They need to do something. They've done it now. Uh, you know, I think they still have other goals in mind, but uh, they what a great – even though it was a 4-1 series, it was a great series. Yeah, what four, a lot of fun. Four more assists for Dry last night. Four more. He's been amazing. Amazing. Um, That's a great and, thing. And you, can see, you see the difference in the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference is a very gritty conference. Yeah. West is more wide open. Um. That's why the East will like still win. 90s basketball. The <laughs> same thing. But I do. I We want to see Avs Oilers, I think. I don't know. I'm sorry, John Hamm. I feel like you have enough good things going yeah, on in your great. life. You don't Avs Oilers. What a yeah, series. And kudos to all the fans, too. And I said this to our buddy, Alec. The hockey fans are so much more passionate mm. about their sport than the basketball fans. Like, all game long, these fans, are, they, they go nuts except the for, whole game. Except I for love the it. Hurricanes. I, <laughs> the Hurricanes fans, yeah, it's Carolina. And uh, it's Dave, I mean, back. these coasts. If you get if we get Tampa Bay, the Rangers, I mean, that'll be off the charts. Plus, Rangers are home. The Rangers get home ice in that. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a good Final Four. There's Oilers Flames, so it went over every game except one, and they left it at six and a half. Right? Am I right, Harry? I think it went over. Yeah, yep. it was, it was in half. jeopardy for a minute. And they're like, all right, guys, we got to get going. Let's let's let up some shitty goals. Just seven goals in the second. Insane, insane, and uh. And the Flames, now, I don't know. You guys are no better. There was a big review. The Flames scored. The puck was going in, and then it was kicked in. Um, it was definitely kicked in. 
right? So if that's the rule, then that's the rule. So they disallowed the goal, that's but uh, uh, I've seen now lots of highlights of this happening in the regular season and a puck that was just about to go in anyway that was kicked in is allowed. Is that is that what your guys take on? Well, I had a lot on the flames, so of course I, oh. I thought it was a good goal. I mean, you've seen <laughs> yeah. goals way worse than that. I, my biggest problem, again, is it's hard. It looks like from the way he comes down, maybe he's trying to edge it in. I mean, unfortunately, the thing that sucks the most is because it was going in anyway. But the funny right. thing about that is like, it's almost like he quickly throws his hands up to celebrate as he's running, like cutting across. Like maybe yeah. before he's yes. feet hit the no, yeah, even yes, before his true. feet hit the putt. Like I, I don't know. I, I know his feet came down. I think it's too hard to say he intentionally did that just because of the way he had to get that skate down with the guy on his back. So I, I thought because they called it a goal. I mean. I thought it had to be a goal. Although I will say, so if his I, but Brian, back, you're right. It was going in. It was going in. I, so I, he should have. I think it should have left it. I've gotten killed. So the, in these this, games. the distinction is he tried to kick it in because if his back is to the goal, and I don't know if he's he doesn't uh, yeah, isn't aware ha- of where the puck be, is. Uh, it has to be like a kick, intentional, intentional kicking motion. So he did. He did. I don't know what to say. It sucks for Calgary. I mean, it robbed us of yeah. a game or two. Um, that was a fun series. But uh, anyway, all right. So now we have Avs and Blues. Avalanche favored on the road, minus 176 to plus 146 is a take back for the Blues and John Hamm. And oh, what a what a day it would be. Uh, Top Gun Maverick premieres tonight and the Blues force a game seven. <laughs> Not so fast. I don't think so. Avs 4-0 in the playoffs. And I think every game is by more than one goal. So I know a couple of you guys like like the minus one and a half here, and why not? But I'm going abs over three and a half goals. It's pretty much even. It's minus 110. Last four on the road, six, five, five, and seven. Very good road team. And you know, it opens up a lot of possibilities for me here. Three, three goes to overtime, and they win. That's a winner. Three, two, empty netter. Three, oh, they're going to probably empty, you know, pull the goalie. The Blues will. Well, they just come out and score. They have 15 goals in five games. Blues have no answer for McKinnon. I think it ends tonight. I think the Avs score at least five. I'm playing at Avs over three and a half goals. Brian, you like the over for the game. Yeah, I like the over six and a half. This is the number we've seen in the Western Conference. And since Bennington's been out the last three games, all three games have gone over. We're seeing in both these series, right? We're seeing monster second periods um, in both these series. So I think, yeah, like Parley Kid was saying, these Western playoffs are just a very wide open type of game. I believe, I think the Avalanche are going to win, but I'm nervous after I lost a bunch of them in game five. Um, so I could see this being another type of three, three type of game, like halfway through the third period. Um, mm-hmm. I, th- I do agree with you. I think the Avalanche are going to score a bunch, but I do think the blues match them a little bit. So I, I, I do like this going over. All right. Harry is against us here. He's, he's singing Gloria all day long. <laughs> well, listen, plus plus one forty six at home. And it was interesting. Like uh, you, you blow uh, Colorado blows a three, nothing lead in game five at home. And then McKinnon scores probably, I don't get the goal of the year. And he scores it with two and a half to go yeah. going, going from one end of the ice to the other. I mean, you would think that was the greatest goal ever to clinch a game in a series. And it would have been the first time Colorado goes on to a, a conference final since 2002, which you wouldn't think it was 20 years ago, but it is Crazy. 20 years yeah. ago, a ton of pressure now on Colorado for not closing that and letting St. Louis win this game. St. Louis remember won the Stanley cup two years ago. I don't know. I just think that how did the how did the Avalanche blow that? A lot of pressure here. I'm taking the Blues and Riley to rebound and come back strong. 
All right. And Pollockin, Landeskog, any time goal, arguably his fault that there's even a game uh, six tonight. Well, I, I think I, I, I believe that. I, not that it was, you know, it's, yeah, it wasn't still questionable in some people's minds. Most hockey people will say um, that he had an open net uh, to a chance to um, ice the uh, game the other night, but because he did not want to ice the puck, right. he held on for a little too long uh, and passed up an opportunity on uh, an empty net goal, yeah. which would have won the game. So I, I think he's going to be fueled uh, and ready to go tonight uh, and uh, wants to get that monkey off his back because, uh, yeah, he should have shot the puck. That's that's it. And then Colorado might not have to have made this trip here to St. Louis he does have six goals in nine playoff games so far. Uh, at plus 156, I'm taking him to be an anytime goal scorer. Well, yeah, today. you know he's going to let it loose, uh, let it fly if he has a, a, an attempt at an empty netter tonight. That's for sure. So plus 156 could be good value. All right, uh, let's take a quick break. And I mean a quick break. And then we're going to do Sharp Tank, these guys' weekend bets. And we're going to jump on the Riverboat Casino. We'll be right back. All right, Sharp Tank. Weekend picks only. You guys give me your picks. I'm going to jump on one of them, claim it as my own. Uh, Harry, start us off. Carolina, Rangers, game six. Rangers favored, but you like a few few goals scored in this one. Under five and a half salad, minus 140. All five games in the series, five goals or less Been very physical Rangers uh, just had 17 total shots last night for the entire game. And these two teams gave up the least amount of goals in Eastern conference during the regular season. And the third team wasn't even close to these two. So let's go under five and a half. Keep the, uh, keep the string of uh, under uh, five and a half goals alive in the series. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. All right, brother. Bri boxing is back. Yeah, we got a Showtime pay-per-view. I'm going to take, uh, you know, Gervonta Davis, you have to lay minus 800 uh, to win mm-hmm. this fight. Although I do. Good, I, got, I like it. I, I do oh, like I do like him. I will say <laughs> the guy Romero, I mean, geez, if there's ever been a more confident fighter, it's this guy. I mean, I've probably never heard a guy yeah. talk more here. But um, I'm taking Davis to win in rounds uh, five through eight. You have to do the alternate um, mm-hmm. betting that they have. And that's at plus 175. Again, these guys, it's. It's been kind of ridiculous the amount of trash talking both these two guys have are, are giving here. They re- yeah. really seems like they do want to knock each other out kind of early in this fight, and that's kind of the way Romero fights anyway. He'll probably look for the knockout mm-hmm. early. I do think Davis is the smarter fighter. I think he'll he'll probably try and you know stay away for the first two or three rounds and then start to open it up. But I think once he starts opening it up in rounds five to eight, at that point in time, maybe Romero is a little bit tired. Um, but I do think it's going to be an entertaining fight for as long as it lasts. So, but I'm going to take Davis to win uh, anywhere from rounds five to eight at plus 175. All right. Uh, Parlay kid. I'm going with the New York Rangers, Sal, at minus 110 mm-hmm. to win uh, the game. Uh, why not? Uh, Caroline hasn't won a game on the road uh, in the playoffs. The Rangers are very good at home. That's this is why uh, this is like 110. Why is this 110? I know it's weird, it's my, right? I'm not making that I up, know, right? I, 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 I did a double take myself. I'm like, how am I basically getting it's even odds? How is that even happening right, right. now? 
uh, it makes no sense to me, uh, which might seem fishy again, but I don't believe in that. I think let, let's just be, let's be smart here. Let's take the, I feel that like there's no doubt in my mind, and I'm sure you guys are jumping on the Rangers tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, as no. well. Yeah. Am I right when yeah, I definitely. say that? No, nah, no, nah, You guys nah. are going to be on nah, it. Nah, oh. touch it. No, you're not feeling it? <laughs> Uh, you know how you know H Dog thinks, Darren. He goes the other way when it uh, when the odds are a little weird like uh, that. I mean, the H Dog normally doesn't put money on <laughs> right. uh, this type of stuff. So I, I mean, that shows you what it is. So uh, that's right, fair. I that's think fair. I, I, I yeah, love I'm, this at minus one ten. I love this it. at minus one ten. Um, I think you put it in a parlay, whatever you want to do. Rangers, uh, this is going seven hmm. this series. All right, Spaghetti's not with us. He's in Hawaii. He's watching these games in Hawaii. Uh, Love to hear his thoughts on him. But even Damashek, who really should be rooting against the Rangers, was pointing out the value in them. 10 to 1 to win the Eastern Conference at this point, 24 to 1 to win the Cup. I mean, they're good. Mm. And Igor gets hot, right? You're right there. I know we probably would take Tampa over the Rangers when it came down to it, but 10 to 1. I know they got to win a couple games here. It's not too bad. Boy, that scares me, though, that minus 110. Carolina's power play is terrible on the road. They're terrible. I think they're 0-7. Yeah. I don't know what goes on. Uh, all right, Brian, I'm going to go with you. Javante Davis to win uh, between five and eight rounds. All right. Plus uh, fifth and eighth round. Plus 175. And I'll be at a Little League tournament in Irvine spending nights. I wonder, maybe I can get some of the fathers to chip in and watch <laughs> this on my phone. Uh, whatever uh, terrible restaurant we're at. So Saturday night. So that is Sharp Tank. And also this weekend, Top Gun, Maverick. We had John Hamm on Monday. He was on extra points. He went over it. Uh, Tom Cruise is a great guy, blah, blah, blah. Now, he had a lot of fun making it. I'm hearing from people watch the screeners ahead of time that it's a it's a good movie. And um, there, you won't be disappointed if you're a Top Gun fan. Now, Goose. Goose is the all-time wingman in movies, right? I mean, he's called the wingman, right? Isn't that how it goes? I mean, there's other, you could say Robin to Batman has to be the the best wingman of all time, but Goose is actually referred to as a wingman in the movie. And it got us thinking, we got on the riverboat the other day and the captain said, the captain of the riverboat loves to gamble. And he's asking us who is the all-time best wingman in sports. All right, captain, put some odds to it. We'll take a gander here. Scotty Pippen, two to one odds. Gronk, four to one odds. Clay Thompson, eight to one odds. Mark Messier, 10 to one odds. Or the field at minus 200. Harry, lead us off. Best wingman in all of sports. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Messier. Um, you know, greatest one two punch maybe ever with him and Gretzky. Four Stanley Cups, five appearances in, uh, in, in cup appearances in nine seasons. A couple fun facts. They played together. They, a couple fun facts about both of them. Two guys started uh, in 79, both. Both are 61. Both have the middle name Doug, and they both were born in Alberta. Pretty crazy here. And, and <clears throat> they had eight in nine seasons, 1,818 points combined with the Oilers. Hmm. Uh, 747 of those points from Messier, but just unbelievable, those two together. Amazing. And by, Darren, by the way, though, by the way, he wasn't without those times with Edmonton. He didn't have the most assists, though, Messier with, uh, with, um, with Gretzky, who was it on Edmonton? It's a, uh, 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 Curry. Curry. Yeah. Bingo. Nice. Yeah. And what was his name? Anders. Curry. What was his first name? Yari. Yari. Yari Curry. Curry. Yeah, Yari Curry. 
Uh, okay, that's good. That's important. I mean, you want your wingman to have the same middle name. That's that's you can't. Right. It speaks volumes. And if it's Doug, it's even a it's a bonus. All right, uh, brother Bry, what's your pick? Well, I think you missed an easy one here. I'm gonna go with uh, Cal Norton Jr. Uh, from Talladega Knights. Best wingman, yeah. best wingman ever, right? To Ricky Bobby, they form shake. Yeah, they this is true shake, though, because it's shake and bake, right? And Cal always did uh, what he had to do for Ricky to win. So the ultimate wing guy, uh, Ricky even said, "You can't yeah. have two number ones." And uh, why did he say that, Harry? I didn't love the movie. Oh come Yari on, Curry. come on, I didn't love it. Come on, shit. Because then you can't be number one. What is it? No, no, what is no it? he said, because hey, that would be 11. Oh, there. <laughs> I love it. Oh, come That's on. That's a good pick. Come on. That's a good That's movie. a good pick. That's a good I movie. like that. All right. Parley Kid, best wingman in sports. Yeah, when I when you first sent this out, so I didn't really read it. When you said best wingman, I had originally wrote Harry down for the field because oh. Of uh, you know of wingman, right. I thought you meant the amount of wings yeah. you could eat. <laughs> Put away dozens at one time. At the time. So yeah. I just, hey, I mean, Chubby's in 1990, Sal. We were definitely, uh, it's true. You know, Chubby's. There's a wing place <laughs> called Chubby's. We're both each, we're each other's wingman for many many Friday nights. <laughs> so that's, yeah, five you know, that wings. was my first five cent wing. And then I I didn't even really know what you were talking about because I've never seen Top Gun. I've never oh, seen no. the, the original movie. Uh, I've never you seen watch it. it this I've weekend. seen bits and pieces. To, to over total what an overrated movie i, I could never get through you're it actually right, you never um, saw it actually right. overrated I, 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 no because i've seen bits and pieces i can't get through it yeah. and just not, tell me wrong, at least Darren. tell me kelly mcgillis is not in this one at least uh i'm not sure i think that's a big surprise okay well let, let's see uh, i i don't know but <laughs> overrated um Anthony Edwards sure lost his hair pretty quickly after that movie. I don't know what happened yeah. uh, th to him either by that time. So I I never really seen it. But Wingman, Sal, I yeah. See, I think Harry and Brian's answers are different. Like Brian's kind of got the right answer for Wingman. Harry's like like best duo. Yeah, you could say. Um, you know what? The, you know, so let's go back like a century ago. And uh, Lou Gehrig is the ultimate wingman for Babe Ruth, right? Steady and consistent. Yeah. Uh, helped Ruth win titles. Mm -hmm. Ruth was, you know, at times obviously uh, just a, a public figure that was uh, greater than life itself. Uh, but steady and consistent Gehrig put up just unbelievable numbers around Ruth and helped him really be the player he was. Without, without a Gehrig, there's no really – there's Ruth, but maybe not – the way we look at him now is possibly the greatest baseball yeah. player of all time, or somebody at least who transcended the sport at that time, like Ruth did. So, so that's how I, I look guess at there's it. different ways to look at it. So if you say Scottie Pippen, if you say uh, Mark Messier, if you say Lou Gehrig, that's the second fiddle, right? They played second fiddle to yeah, the more right. superior, yes. the more popular right. player. And by the way, Harry, yes. someone on this podcast network would argue vehemently that Gretzky played second, second fiddle to Messier and that Messier won titles without Gretzky and Gretzky wasn't able to. I, I just, I got to go through this my head all, all the time with Damashek because hmm. he's a maniac. As you guys saw, I sent a, a video to you guys of him uh, explaining his, his Stanley Cup experience to a poor Mikey Meatballs who's trying to do his work. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know what? I took a different approach here. This guy uh, did not play second fiddle. Well, actually, the 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 first fiddle was a little uh, nutty. Uh, Jack Haley, 
Jack Haley was a fourth round pick by the Bulls. And he was known as Dennis Rodman's babysitter, but I consider him ah, a wingman. Um, wingman. He went to yeah. San, well, actually, he was drafted by Chicago. Like I said, he was picked by Chicago in the fourth round. Ended up in San Antonio, befriended uh, Rodman, was the only one who could keep him in check. Then they went to Chicago and he earned the roster spot and they kept him only because of the friendship and he mm. can keep Rodman from getting kicked out of games and stuff like that. Uh, you know, he averaged three and a half points and 2.7 rebounds a game, which makes you think, yeah, okay, th that's definitely he was kept around because he was a wingman. By the way, three and a half yeah. and 2.7, the Knicks would offer him a max contract like that. That was in this day. So um, I didn't realize he died in 2015. He was only like 51 years old. You know that? Very wow. sad. No idea. Also appeared in uh, Aerosmith's Love in an Elevator. But that's my pick for um, best wingman in sports. Babyface, did we miss anybody? That's a great one. Um, I mean, there's always uh, Al Callings, AC. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I would I would go actually Lorenzo Neal. They don't make a wingman like this anymore. He was a fullback for guys like Eddie George, Ladanian Tomlinson, mm. and uh, Daryl Johnston, oh, yeah, Fremont Smith. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, th those point. guys, like they lead the way for all these thousand yard rushers, don't get any credit and just take all the hits. I mean, that's what you want out of a wingman. And little known fact for my guy, uh, Parlay Kid, he, uh, Lorenzo Neal was an all-American wrestler. So He was? What does that mean that's to you, all-American wrestler? I think it means, like, uh, it's just a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> great balance. Great fight. balance. Yeah, right. yeah, just, yeah. Harry, Top Gun or Top Chef? What do you prefer? Uh, probably Top Chef. Sure. <laughs> probably. Oh, Harry's wearing his wing shirt on Wingman Day. All right, there you go. Exactly. Go see, uh, exactly. go see uh, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. But for God's sake, see the first one first. Can. Maybe you'll see bits and pieces of the second one. Paul, like, kid, you walk in and out of the theater. Uh, yeah. That's it. What do we got? Lots of high school proms this weekend. Harry, who did you take to the prom? I hesitate to ask. Her name was, uh, no, uh, uh, Cindy Chapman, her name was. Uh-huh. What happened to her? Mm, nothing went down. Believe me, I'm not she, asking for a story. She, after the one you told after the what? podcast Tuesday. Uh, nothing. It was fine. She had she had to be home by like 1130. So whatever. Harry has a, a high school sex story that he really should be arrested J just for telling us, let alone the act itself. I mean, it was legal and consensual. And that's the only positive thing you could say about it. Really something else. Yeah, nah, right. Nah, I mean, Scott Holmes is still rattled <laughs> after. You know, we should raffle off, maybe for charity, uh, <laughs> maybe we should raffle off a, a chance for Harry to tell this story to someone and get money back if you're not satisfied. <laughs> or if you're still alive. <laughs> kill yourself. Oh. I think we should. Because... Um, Why don't we just, just... I mean, can we not... It's too can disgusting. We just not, uh, I don't know. Can we just not air that... Uh, can we just not air it? I mean, really. Well, and I then mean, what? What do you mean? We, Harry's. Yeah. Uh, you know, just put it out there. For, <laughs> just for put all it out. Yeah, air it's it. recorded, right? <laughs> uh, or would we all be, uh, would that be it for all Baby of us? Babyface, what point? do you think of this? Should we just let it go? I mean, I, I feel like let's leaf it to Harry to decide. There what you he go. Wants. <laughs> leaf it to all right. Harry. All right. Yeah, it involves <laughs> a leaf. Yeah. Let's just say that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. No, you, you're not kidding. This is, I will say, the, the greatest story. Harry's told us a lot of great stories. This is up there. And uh, yeah, one day, 
one day the world will get to again like, legal who, who rights is consensual memoir? listen i'm just i'm just leaving it alone i don't know there you go all right harry we got that we got yeah. it we can leave it to harry we got, yeah. you're leaving it alone <laughs> uh what was your prom song harry you remember yeah it was um uh goodbye by night ranger pretty weak song what pretty one yeah it was weak <laughs> Goodbye by night. Do you, I don't even know. How do you remember, how does it go? How do you remember how does it go? that, though? I remember. Yeah, I had a bunch of dirt. Can you just, give us a little bit of dirt? dirt I, I can't even. I didn't. I didn't when, when it was, I, that was not even a popular song. It was, you know, Night Ranger in 89 was Sister Christian, but uh, everyone knew yeah. that song, but nobody knows Goodbye. I don't know. But don't didn't know you guys picked. vote on it? We voted on Oz Par- Parley Kid, right? You would vote every year. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I, yeah. I don't remember that at all. Like a song or voting. Maybe we didn't do that. Really? No, we voted. It was uh, my junior prom was my senior prom was through the years and junior prom was uh, uh, Forever Young. Hold on. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Forever Young. Yuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot, lot of better options there. All right. So that was Harry's prom song. He's sitting on a crazy story. Uh, that's going to do it. Babyface, what else? You don't like my whole thing with uh, Zion? You don't like me picking him? Again? Uh, I, I've told you, you were a, a very loyal person, almost yeah. to a fault. But I, I couldn't even believe this. This would be like you ordering a, a, a terrible meal and you're sending it back to the kitchen. They're like, what would you like instead? Oh, no, I'll take the same crappy meal. <laughs> no, I've done that. I've done that for sure. <laughs> By the way, one more Harry story before we go. This one, I promise, won't ruin your weekend. We used to, um, we, we, we had no money in college, and we would go and complain about meals. I feel bad about this now. At you, you did this the whole following summer, but I think I just did it a few weeks with you. But we would go to, we would go to like the Sizzler, and you would compl- it would be like five of us, and you complain about how sick you got at the Sizzler. And then, by the way, you used your name was Paul O'Neill when they asked for your name. <laughs> and so this was the same thing. It's like you had a terrible, a terrible battle with diarrhea and talking about, right? And like, it was disgusting. I was in oh, the hospital. Yeah. You really built it up. And they're like, uh, they're like, all right, well, what do you want? Like, oh, can we get like three free buffet passes? Like, yeah, Pondero- yeah you were just Pondero- in the hospital. Ponderosa. Ponderosa, oh right? Ponderosa. Yeah. How about when I got busted Ponderosa. eating at the, right. uh, at the, uh, or, or on the campus when uh, Fox, remember, the chef busted me when I kept faking like I had an injury? Yeah, so that I took was the elevator the other thing. He, Harry would take the handicapped elevator um, to get around paying. And then uh, someone was waiting for him though. After like well, not everyone, never oh. everyone, never everyone's family paid them for, got him a meal wow. ticket. For, so I had to pay for everything. He would limp I, out I, of the I, elevator, but it was actually his the actual way he walked. So no one really could tell what, what was going. But he, um, oh, but not one, then. Once the chef was waiting for him with his arms folded right outside the elevator, and was like, "You pay." You got screamed at. But we would go to Pond. Yeah, I forgot about Ponderosa. And now Paul O'Neill, uh. poor, poor Paul O'Neill can't get a, a good meal in uh, Oswego, New York. The real <laughs> Paul O'Neill. It's no, no Rosen Thistle, right, Harry? Uh, <laughs> that place was the best there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What, did, what excuse would you use? For the Ponderosa or for uh, the... Dining hall at the at no, campus. No, no, no. The both. dining hall was just whatever. You would you pretended yeah, yeah. to be crippled. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I would say that uh, last time I was there, uh, the food was unsatisfactory. I got you know the service was definitely used. The service was terrible a lot. Right. And the service like, was right, terrible. Well, it, was a after, it was a buffet. After, and service after, was terrible. After 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 going to three people on the phone and then twenty five minutes of arguing back and forth. All right, listen, just come in, just come in, and we'll take care of you. All right. Okay. 
Goodbye. Doesn't Harry right. still do this to this day, though? Pretty yeah, much? this is what, yeah. Right. It's, you kind of do I'm it. A Ken learned this from Harry. Right, I was just Ken saying, now you, from uh, Harry. you've raised your, Wait a second. Uh, you've raised the bar here with Ken. I've yeah. evolved, though. I've evolved a little bit. You have? How? I'd love to know how. <laughs> Scam artist. Yeah. All right. All right, let's get it going. So we talked about a lot about scamming uh, restaurants and proms and <laughs> basketball and hockey. We we covered it all. You have today. to tell the Popeye story one day. So uh, that'll be good. That, that's a fine one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll hold on to that. All right, it's another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs for Babyface Joel Solomon and Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na.